0: Hello, and welcome to episode 10 of 21 With, a life without any podcast presented by Mother Energy Drink. My name's Harry Weber. I'm filling in for Donny this week, and our guest is none other than Danny Harley, aka The Kite String Tangle. He's just put out his third record, Codex. It's an incredible album, and I reckon you guys should all give it a listen, right after the podcast, of course. Um, for now, let's just get straight into it. This 21 With, The Kite String Tangle. We're here with Danny, aka the Kite String Tangle. How's it going? Very well. Are you uh, are you prepared for twenty one Uh Well, yeah, as prepared as I'll ever be, I guess, which is not all. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, well, let's get straight into it. I'm going to hit you with 21 rapid-fire questions. Uh, you mean the first thing oh, that comes so to I'm so bad head? at this stuff, but yeah. I'm, I'm sure you'll pass. I'm you sure <laughs> we'll um, Do we'll I get graded there. at the end? Yeah, you do. It's very strict as well. It <laughs> uh, pretty much can define your career, how it goes. This is about as important okay. as it comes. Right. Mm. This is 21 with the kite string tangle. Best kept secret in Berlin? Best kept secret in
1: Berlin? Um, I feel... Like, it's probably their vegetarian food.
0: Must have rider item: Scratchies. Really? (laughs) Okay, that's good, that's interesting. Uh, What would you be doing if you weren't playing music? Uh, some lame uni degree. Uh, Where was the first show you ever played? Uh,
1: Uh, some high school hall in the UK. Okay.
0: Musician you'd most like to collaborate with, Dead or Alive? Brian Eno. Uh, describe placing in the hottest 100 in one word. Ecstasy. Best show you've ever played?
1: Mm, Splinter in the Grass.
0: How did you come up with the moniker? Uh,
1: long drawn out process of the ambient project. Um,
0: house <laughs> parties or warehouse <laughs> parties? Oh,
1: um, House parties.
0: Your specialty in the kitchen?
1: Mm. Uh, soup.
0: How many shows have you played as the kite string tangle? 300? The best part about growing up in Brisbane? Mm, house parties. International festival you'd most like to play?
1: Mm, Coachella.
0: What does Codex mean?
1: Uh, uh Fuck. <laughs> it's, um, like a. a. a text that is encoded or like it needs to be transcribed.
0: What TV show are you currently
1: beijing?
0: Um, Brooklyn
1: Nine-Nine. What was the first
0: time you learned how to play? Smoke on the Water. <laughs> <laughs> Who exactly
1: played I mean. Like at festivals or?
0: Well, let's go let's go. Support,
1: Sport, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, Or oh, Rufus, Rufus? Maybe they're probably bigger now. Actually, they're definitely bigger. Yeah, the, Rufus. Song
0: you want to be played at your
1: funeral? The, the first thing that came to my head was Adam's song by Blink One Eighty Two, because it was that that was what I thought when I was like thirteen. Let's lock it in. Nah, oh, that's fuck, a, great it's answer. a terrible one. You can We we'll <laughs> a chance to You uh,
0: Your secret talent.
1: I can flick a bottle cap like really, really accurately.
0: That's <laughs> If a Stream Tangle story was made into a film, who would play you?
1: Surely Shannon Tatum.
0: <laughs> and the thing you're most looking forward to this year?
1: Um, uh, October when it's, we're allowed to go out again.
0: That <laughs> <I> won't. <laughs> so that's, that's your 21 questions. How do you think you went?
1: It was stressful yeah I, I mean yeah I mean I, I I'm trying to get into the spirit of the thing and trying to answer as quick as possible so you know it's not not necessarily the most accurate who knows like oh. given more time I would have deliberated and maybe I would have come up with like a thousand different answers depending on how much time I was given
0: there's just not much fun in that though. exactly we've got, get, we've got to get the worst answers um, exactly
1: I just like to suck the fun out of, <laughs> out of things clearly I think
0: I'm going to go back to the ones that I saw you uh, cringing at the most <laughs> Maybe this one was less cringe. Uh, if the kite string story was made into a film, Channing oh, Tatum. Channing Tatum, yeah. Channing,
1: Tatum, yeah. Why um, Channing. Well, it was it was first person I thought of because uh, I know that uh, my girlfriend really likes him, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, you know, it's a win win. If he plays me in the movie. She gets to have a little fantasy. <laughs>
0: and then for from um, people that are listening that have never actually seen you, you do bear an incredibly remarkable resemblance to channing.
1: Uh, absolutely, yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, very rarely wear a shirt as well, so it helps true. with the resemblance.
0: It's funny you actually are ripping it off as we speak that
1: I can't confirm. Insert some sound effects
0: this
1: way sort
0: of. You must have Rider item this is scratchy mm. scratch cards do you,
1: yeah. get, uh, you get scratch cards all around the world uh, I to be honest I've never put that on my rider, but I this is something that I've been wanting to do for ages and I've just remembered about it when you just said that then and it was like one of the quickest answers I was like scratchy cards but I think like someone told me they did it they put it on theirs and it's just like um, that's the most genius thing ever yeah. um, because you know chance to win every time a amazing well, <laughs> honestly, you ever
0: won anything
1: on a um do you know what i made like a personal uh like a New Year's resolution one year uh maybe a couple of years ago to enter every competition that i saw for an entire year and i only kept it up for like not even a month but in that time i won like three things it was crazy i won a nintendo wii <laughs> Really? Yeah. (laughs) Like, and I was just entering everything that and yeah, I went on Nintendo Wii and just sold it and just made a few hundred bucks. It was great.
0: Let's go back to your very first show. So somewhere in the UK, you said?
1: Yeah, yeah, I grew up in the UK for a whole bunch of time. Um, And I was like, yeah, maybe like 12 and joined a band playing bass. We played like, you know, heaps of pop punk, Green Day and Offspring and stuff like that. And we played our first gig at like a, like a high school hall kind of vibe where we used to rehearse. Um, yeah, it was, it was cool. It was like I was a 12-year-old at the high school playing in a band. Like it was the best shit ever.
0: That is pretty cool. Yeah, I oh. was like,
1: this is sick. <laughs> and that was like my first foray into music.
0: What was the band name?
1: Um, do you know what? I don't even remember. That's crazy. Yeah, I don't remember. Um, my, fir- my first band name I do remember is uh, it was called Indicator, and um, that's not bad. yeah, it was me, like me and my friend Isaac and Chris, and so that's our know, initials were DIC, and so we used to enlarge the DIC and in Indicator, and used to say that we had a, a dick enlargement, and um, it was really dumb, but we're thirteen, so we thought it was super funny. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, you could have gone and played the kind of Chris Isaac uh, country
1: card. Yep. 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 Um, what a ocean of man emotion that man is
0: oh my god that, that video clip they did bad bad things <laughs> to like, Tatum and that it's getting very hot and sweaty in this room um so song you want to play at your funeral this was a very um I saw you didn't really enjoy this answer yeah <laughs> well like
1: I, I, I don't know maybe it's because we talked about the we were talking about earlier, like first gigs or whatever, but it transported me back to that time. And I always remember that was like the sad Blink song. And like, it was like, you know, that's the funeral song. And that was the first thing that popped into my head. So I said it, I don't know. I probably, I definitely wouldn't have someone play that at my funeral. Yeah. <laughs> that's so insane. I mean, it's
0: actually, I can imagine like a nice stripped back piano version.
1: Yeah. Oh, it, it would be beautiful, but it's um pretty, a pretty, obscure choice now I
0: it's, think. it's funny because I remember growing up like everyone was like oh this song's about this guy called Adam and they sent the lyrics to Mark and he wrote yeah. you know, like his mum sent the lyrics and they wrote the song about it I was like it's actually just about him just being bummed out on tour
1: yeah like yeah I remember it being a huge song when I was when I was a kid like everyone loved it it was like that was a f- you know everyone was into Blink because it was like fun and pop punk and like and then it was like a sad song what yeah, yeah. Like it was uh, the first ballad or like yeah sad song that I'd ever heard for sure.
0: Yeah, They've definitely got a range. not don't just don't have one trick pony. In the Overlink.
1: Mate, mate, it's preaching to the choir.
0: And <laughs> um, uh, I guess let's fast forward a little bit. Let's go go to two thousand and thirteen. Um, Placing
1: thirteen was it? In 2013?
0: Um, th- uh, no, nineteen. Nineteen. 19. In I'll 20. take it though. We'll edit that out. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it number one. Um, in the hottest one hundred, you describe that in one word as ecstasy. I wonder if there's why ecstasy came
1: to your head in that time. Uh, I remember. <clears throat> well, we that that was the first one it came in nineteen, and then the next year it was sixteen. But I re- but I reckon the the 19 one was like. Better because it was the first time I'd ever placed in the Hottest 100. And even the concept of ever placing in this thing was, like, so foreign and just an obscure concept that you can never really, like, that's not actually ever a real thing that would happen. Um, And so I remember being at, like, a house party and just, I don't know, everyone was, like, as it is at the Hottest 100 house parties, like, everyone's pretty lit by the top 20. And, uh, yeah, and it came in and I was just like, are you serious? Because it was, like, after um, Black Skinhead. Yeah. Kanye West and it was like what the fuck just happened like that's crazy and yeah we just all like jumped around and like my, I remember my phone just like vibrating for like a solid three minutes of just like people texting me and so it was just like yeah bliss Sounds. Funny. not because I dropped a bunch of pingers yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, that was a um, yeah so I guess
0: it's kind of a surreal thing so do you get to a point where I don't know how confident you were was there a point where you like you're like oh maybe I'll get into like my first year kind of in the running maybe I'll make you know if I can make the top like 70 get 100 like that'd be Uh, awesome and did you get to a point where you're like it's getting pretty close to number like 17 yeah yeah 17 songs or like 18 songs away from number one um I don't know. Was there a point where like maybe it's not going to happen?
1: Absolutely, yeah. Well, the whole time because like I didn't really have a concept of like there was no I wasn't really being reasonable about it. Like oh maybe I'll place here or there. Like it was like it's in it or it's not, and I have no idea where. And so it's yeah, it was um, yeah, it's definitely nerve wracking. And, and yeah, it was definitely as it got higher. It's like oh damn it, like maybe this just not not a thing. Mm-hmm. And everyone you know. I've just been like 2G'd up <laughs> but and, yeah uh, it came in and it was yeah it was crazy
0: I did hear of a um, an act oh, I want to mention that um, last year had a big party when yeah kind of half expecting that they would get in yeah and they did not yeah that's
1: <laughs> yeah that's a bummer I guess that's kind of counting
0: the chickens though so.
1: yeah yeah well I, like, I didn't I didn't throw the party I attended someone else's that's the that's the key oh, that's, always that's attend good. someone else's party
0: I mean, that's a good life, does And we yeah. kind of moves on to the next question. House parties or warehouse
1: parties? Your own world lives? You prefer house parties? Yeah, well, I mean, look, this was actually a very tough decision for me because I, I would say I'm more of a warehouse party guy right now. But I decided to go sort of like over my lifetime. I've enjoyed many a house party. And I think it's, um, you know, I thrive in that situation. I love house parties. It's like my favorite thing to do It's just chat shit with people and just um, have a good time. And that was, I don't know. This, I think I think um, that was one of the other questions, like in, uh, in favorite thing about living in Brisbane mm. is house parties because they have those Queenslanders and it's just like such a, um, you've been to Brisbane, right? Of course, yeah. Yeah, the Queenslanders, like they're like house party heaven. It's just so great. So many good parties in those things and then underneath them and like so good. And there used to be so many, like uh, people didn't really go out to bars and stuff as much as they did in other States. I think like, I don't know. There's a big house party culture in Brisbane. So that's uh, probably a contributing factor to why I said that. But I mean, I just came back from Bailey and there's like a bunch of warehouse parties there and, so good like so good but just totally different i guess yeah mm, yeah completely
0: different but well you said one of the best things best kept secrets about berlin was the veggie food
1: well yeah like maybe that's my own personal experience but everyone kept telling me that there's like not much there and they all just like eat sausages and stuff um not the case they have like the the best veggie food ever like i kept i i was there for four months and like every day was finding somewhere new and never stopped and it felt like I could continue to discover new places for the end like for years so I don't know I thought that was that was awesome yeah did
0: you go to that Thai food park
1: Thai park yeah yeah Yeah, it's amazing I've
0: I've never been but I've heard it's just crazy
1: off the chain so good yeah it's like completely unregulated and like they tried to shut it down apparently but they couldn't uh, because people were just like outraged but they can't really like monitor it either, like it's real weird. Can
0: you give us like a rundown and explain it to people that have never been
1: there? Yeah, so it's like it just, uh, this big park, I can't remember what the park's called, but um, it's been sort of friendly, uh, you know, people call it Thai Park because uh, on a weekend, like from Friday afternoon until Sunday evening, it just, um, there's like probably like a 100 Thai food stalls that all just kind of open like they come in with like a fridge trolley and some eskies with like you know meat and veggies and, and stuff and like just start cooking up some stuff on walks and whatever and you just kind of like grow it. it's like a, a market but it, except every soul is Thai food yeah. <laughs> so it's like so wild so you can go get like some spring rolls from here and then go get a pad thai and a pad siu from somewhere else and like uh, and there's drinks because it's legal to drink in public there and so yeah. it's just like a huge, like, party and everyone's drinking Thai. But it's unregulated and it's, um, you know, illegal. So it's, like, weird. It's, like, a real weird vibe. But yeah. it's, like, obviously authorities are just turning a blind eye because it's a huge thing. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, crazy. But it's, yeah, delicious. Really, really good Thai I food. I've
0: heard it is a kind of veggie slash um, Thai food lover's paradise. Yeah. Your, uh, your specialty in the kitchen, soup. Mm-hmm. Coming up to soup season.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, especially with everyone you know, getting sick and whatnot. But I, I, I bought an awesome blender. That was the start of it all. And right. uh, I just decided, like, well, I got, I bought a shit blender, <laughs> and then used it every day for like a year. And then I was like, okay, it's time to like splash out on a good blender. Got a really sick blender, and then uh, yeah, one of the best things you can make in it is soup. Like, you can you just put it on for ten minutes, and it like. Heats it up itself in the blender, so you don't even have to cook it.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. It
1: just purely by blending it for ten minutes.
0: And what, what sort of uh, soup are talking here?
1: Um, roast pumpkin, or oh, yeah. like maybe a um, like a creamy sort of like kale situation, or a mushroom. So I don't know, any soup, like any um, soup just mushroom. roast stuff, chuck it in, like put some spices in it. Coconut milk is always good. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love, well I'm a big soup fan I don't understand why there aren't soup restaurants yeah. but I don't know I, I'm, a th- I'm in the minority I think I don't know why people aren't soup people what
0: would you call your soup kitchen if you're, um, say, say <clears throat> the string tangle the string tangle just the music just ended tomorrow, yeah. you had to open up your soup kitchen what would you call mm-hmm. where would it be
1: located uh, kale string tangle <laughs> 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 um uh, well, funnily enough, whenever I'm like super hungover or whatever and go on Uber Eats and feel like a soup, there's this place called Danny Boys, which is also my name. So it's like, I feel like they stole my thunder a little bit right. by serving soup and being called Danny. Um, so I guess, I don't know, mine would be called like uh, um, uh, Elixir of Life or something. And maybe it would be like marketed as hungover, hangover soup that's no one feels like soup when they're hungover do they it's just me isn't it
0: a <laughs> uh, good ramen or a photo uh,
1: like yeah but they're, they're they having their good. moment like, I reckon soup could have a comeuppance that's
0: true yeah
1: you know it could be the next big thing oh man you've got to try this soup yeah
0: what's with
1: like a crusty baguette Ooh. like a crusty tiger
0: bread maybe oh tiger bread yeah. with mm, a sweetness in there yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> Okay, the international
1: festival you'd most like to play is Coachella. Yeah. Um, When's that happening? <clears throat> yeah, well, oh, you mean like General, when? I guess, Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, yeah, the actual event is cancelled until October, I think, or rescheduled. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I've, I've, I was able to go there and uh, sing, like do a guest uh, vocal for someone in the really? past. Um, it, this is like a dubstep act called yeah. Adventure Club. Right. But it was insane. It was in the Sahara tent, which is kind of like the mix-up tent of Coachella. Mm-hmm. And it was at 9 p.m. slot, and it was, like, spilling out. It was huge. It was just, like, the most insane experience. But because it's, like, you know, attracts to all the celebrities and stuff that it does, it's really funny. Like, it, if you get a AAA pass, like, you just get – it is a AAA pass. You can go anywhere. It's not like festivals here where they're like, oh, you played on that stage, you can only access that stage, blah, blah, blah because there's so many egos floating around that right. if they start, like, sanctioning people or putting people on different levels, it's just going to cause
0: problems. Cause
1: problems and, yeah. and they'll just deal with all these egos and they're just like, fuck it, everyone gets the same pass and everyone can go everywhere. Yeah. So it's nuts. Like, you can actually, yeah, like, I just did this little guest spot and then got to, like, go and, like, see all my, I got to see Bonobo side stage, Haim, like, the XX, I think, like, a bunch of my favorite acts just, like, just side-stage, and
0: you, it was crazy. Did you bump into any celebs with Big Egos?
1: Um, I saw Beyoncé from a distance. <laughs> I, uh... Apparently... Oh, um... I saw Slash. All right. Arcing up at a security guard. That was fun. But, yeah, like, I mean, there was... There was a lot. There was, like... And then there was rumors of some, like, special elite backstage area right. that, like, Jay-Z was at and stuff. It's just... It's just the craziest thing because it's like, you know, our festivals in Australia are, are so good, but we're not used to the caliber of like artists that they have there, like in, in the in the volume that they have them there. Like we have yeah. a couple of big headliners, but they it's all huge acts. Like it's just bizarre. But yeah, so I'd love to get back there and play it myself on my own merit one day and like, yeah, abuse that AAA again. <laughs>
0: We spoke about the thing that you're most looking
1: forward to this year, which is coronavirus being over. Yeah, yeah. So um, my tour, it was for May or June. We have to cancel all that. Obviously, it's, you know, it's no one's fault. It's just safety, so it's um, understandable. But yeah, you know what? Like, there's a silver lining to everything. I now have, like, a pretty clear schedule and a studio at home and a new album to write for when it's time to do new music so i don't know i'm kind of excited this man it's like a really fun bit of the of being an artist so awesome well i think that's kind of about a to
0: ask you, so thank you very much amazing quite welcome all right all right that was 21 with the kite string tangle a podcast by life without andy presented by mother energy drink hosted by me harry webber stay safe out there and thanks for listening